This is Training Talk. Training Talk is your regular update on the fast-paced and ever-changing world of demolition training. I was at a conference last week with the Institute of Demolition Engineers, and, and the Institute of Demolition Engineers has been pushing very hard on the idea of CPD points and, and continuous progression and, and career development and that kind of thing. Do you offer CPD? Yeah. CPD was the key thing we, we sorted at when we started the company. So what we had is three certificates that people get. The certificate for the course itself, whether it's regulated or one of our vocational training qualifications. We then also had an evidence-based learning statement which states exactly what was done on the course. So, for example, it will say all the learning outcomes. If it's an online course, it says all where you got right and wrong on all your training questions and your final score, description of the text. So when you look at a certificate, you know what was on that course because you know, a lot of certificates may have the same title, but actually the contents were completely different. It also states the time the course was run. In addition to that certificate, the third certificate everyone on our system gets is the CPD statement. And that states exactly how many hours, what the course was, the talk's title, and it's got all the relevant logos on. Now, all of ours is certified CPDs. We have a CPD organisation come out, they check up on us, and then we're allowed to use the logo and all the qualifications. So CPD has worked quite well. Um, it's, it's good for us because yeah, people come to us just to do CPD. Um, uh, it may well be that they want a CPD in certain sectors. Uh, so if they're doing a blended first aid course, they can gain course your CPD points on the whole course not just the e-learning course um, if they just want to do an e-learning course they're all CPD accredited as well and you can see on the website how many hours they are CPD hours are made up on yes the actual time it would take to watch the videos on the course but also the time it takes to answer the knowledge review questions do the test and if there's any reading that goes with it that could be accounted for as well so for example you might have six hours of video you watch on the course and, and do a test again proper qualification at the end of it, but the CPD points might be for seven or eight hours because you've had to do a little bit more time with that. So you can do that. We are a commercial organisation in what we do, um, but uh, you know it is quite an easy way of gaining CPD points. We have other organisations come to us, um, you know, it might be a director of a company um, or solicitors, there's all sorts of weird people who have come through and done courses that aren't necessarily relevant to their sector. If you're a surveyor or something and you're doing a pet first aid course, then that might seem a bit weird. Now, if they just, the criteria is just you need to have CPD because some organisations just want you to learn. That's what they're interested in. They don't want you to be stagnant. People get very stuck in their ways with the training. They don't, you know, they've done their training and therefore they can forget all about it. But CPD does enforce people to do training. Some organisations will just say, you must have CPD points, that's it. Others will say, you must have them in these subjects or they use the words relevant subjects. In the demolition world, um, you could do health and safety, for example, or you could do a COSH course or manual handling, first aid, all these types of things online. Um, it may be you're not really working, at, you haven't got a qualification in working at heights or confined spaces, but you do the e-learning course to learn a little bit more about it. So if you're working with somebody who is working at heights, you'd understand pretty much what they're doing. So I would choose CPD, which is relevant to your industry. It's got to be accredited CPD, all of ours is, and you get the proper certificates at the end of it. Um, and, you know, look at the subjects you need. And if you want to do CPD online, then that works very, very well. I mean, ours would be always video-based e-learning. Um, PowerPoint is a harder way around of learning. It ends up people tend to just click, 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 answer the questions and move on. Um, but it's definitely something that, you know, easy to do. Um, and, it, yeah, it should be encouraged. And I know we spoke in a previous episode about... Um, your customer portal concept. 
does CPD transfer over to that customer portal? Is that is that all encapsulated there? Yeah, a company can actually see all of these CPD statements that are done by all of their staff, um, but also the individual student can also see their CPD statements and print them all off from there. Um, so all the data is easily accessible. Uh, if it's just an individual who's not linked to a company, they would have a statement, they would have to send that on to the company. So if they're a contractor, um, they can prove their training. They not only give the certificate, they can also give the evidence-based learning statement and the CPD statement. It's, it, it's not absolutely necessary in all industries, but if you give all these certificates across to a, an employer, it makes it look much better. Because not only they see the certificate, they see what's on the course and the CPD time for it. Um, if they're sending over to a training organisation or a, a governing body, then again, that can uh, be very good because you've actually got all the relevant information for them. But yeah, it's making CPD accessible. Um, you know, it, it's all plain and simple to see. I'll be honest with you, if it hadn't been for the... I mean, I, I'm self-employed. I don't have to prove my qualifications, limited though they are. I don't have to prove them to anyone. If my experience on my last training course hadn't been so hideous, I would probably be doing precisely that. You know, I... I, I I pride myself on, on learning stuff all the time, but to actually do something that where you get a piece of paper that proves that you've done it, you know, rather than just sat there watching YouTube on how to organise your CRM system, I'd be inclined to do that. And I, I think there's a lot of people out there that would do the same, you know, regardless of whether their employer required it or not. You know. Yeah, I'm, I've been training a lot. I've, I do courses all the time myself because you want to keep learning and all the time. Um, whether it's you know, a specialist course in anaphylaxis I've done recently, 100% online. Um, you know, it's all gaining those CPD points. Um, we pride ourselves on all the instructors. We, we give them free learning courses so they can keep up to date on things. We give them conferences. So they're actually doing their CPD all the time. Um, CPD can be lots of different ways. You can, you can gain time credits um, or at least prove you're doing it. We've launched, uh, or always had, uh, a weekly email that goes out to people. You have to opt in because of GDPR. You have to opt into emails now. But anyone doing a course can opt in. And every Monday morning, they'll get a video subject of the week. So it could be CPR, for example, and it's got the text about it, it's got the video that they can play. Um, and when you're receiving those, what a lot of people do is document that as CPD to their um, organisation to say, you know, not only am I done the course, but every Monday morning it sends me a review email and I, I do that. Employers love it because in due diligence they can say, well, all of our staff were trained in, for example, first aid on 1st of June, 20 whatever, um, but we do annual refreshers with them we do um every monday they get the emails even if someone got the email and hit the delete button straight away at least it puts that cpr subject in their mind every single week so it means you can plan it so when you're doing your cpd you know registrations with organizations don't just look at oh i've done this one course and this course for example with us i've also every monday i receive these emails and i do a quick update and i, I give myself half an hour every single or 10 minutes or whatever it is every monday to do that that sort of time credit can build up um, I do research, um, you know, I keep up to date with the latest videos that come through. I keep an eye on the blog pages for the latest news that comes through. Um, Other people follow our, we've got a, a video blog called The First Aid Show, which is all about first aid issues. So people often document that as part of their CPD. Now that's not CPD in the science sense of points you get, but it, it's still learning. Um, and I'm always buying books on different subjects and things like that. Um, and different things that we've entered into in different markets um, and you know learning is something which is good a lot of people don't want to do it but if you can make that learning as accessible to people as possible but learning can mean you get a better job a better contract you earn more money and the more money you've got to make it easy for an employer to say you know what well, if I employ this person they've got these certificates it's easy I'll just take them 
because I don't have to train them and that. So sometimes training might seem a bind, but actually it can be really good because you get more and more. We've used it with approvals and bits and pieces. You know, when you come to us, everything's there. If you can make it as easy <coughs> as possible for your customer, then that customer's more likely to choose you. And that's where CPD can come in in a big, big way. You mentioned your weekly email. Is that basically if you've, if you've been a, a pro training student, you are on the list to receive that? Or, uh... Yeah, even if you're not one of ours, you can register for them. Yeah, we can get anybody can have those if they want. Um, so if you want to register with us um, and just not even sign up, you can have the weekly emails on that particular subject. We're not worried. Um, I did it that round. Primarily, I want more and more people to learn. The first day was the original one when we first set the company up. Basically, if I ever had a cardiac arrest on the street, I want the bystander who walks past to know what they're doing. So the more people we can teach, the better. Um, so, you know, it, it's a for customers, but also if people just want to register for them, they can contact us and we can get those set up for them. And where do they find those? Um, it just goes to protrainings.uk. Um, register, just or drop us an email, go on the online chat, um, give us a ring. Um, or if you go onto any one of our e-learning courses, you can uh, just register as a student. Um, before you get to the buy page, it will ask you, do you want to receive the weekly emails? And if you want to you know, buy the course, great. But if not, you can just, just receive them to set up an account. And then you can go to other, other sites and do the same. Doing that won't give you access to the student manuals, the downloads, the videos, all that sort of thing. But it will give you access to those weekly emails. So that can be a, a good free way of getting um, at least justifying what you're getting to, to your training organisation or your organisation you're working with. Training Talk is a Demolition News radio production.